All right, so this is episode two. Yes, the long-awaited two. Um, so this one's a little bit more structured. Uh, we actually have a more viable topic. Sorry, Chris, not, not to make fun of you or anything. But we kind of wing it at the first time. This time we actually have a legit talk it, topic to kind of talk about. And our guests today, we have Lisa Marie and we have Brienne. So hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and the reason why I kind of asked you two here is because, one, I know you two very well. And two, uh, you guys have a lot more in common than you probably might think. So uh, that's kind of the main reason why I asked you guys here, because you guys can talk about a lot of different things. And the main thing I was aiming for in terms of talking about um, life in general is balancing life with fitness. Because I know for a fact your schedule is bananas <laughs> and your schedule was just bananas, like all of like until like a couple months ago. So that's kind of the main reason why. And then we'll kind of touch on some other stuff and kind of go from there. But kind of, if you guys want to rock, paper, scissors, decide who's going to go first, like kind of like tell us. Yeah. Well, what's your deal? Like, what do you do for work and all that stuff? Then just all right. Well, we'll you have a piece of tape on the bottom of your shoe. Okay. Here we go. We're done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> One of the few things that I do, you know? Um, no, so uh, I'm a teacher and uh, a high school teacher, and I also coach uh, two sports, field hockey and lacrosse. Um, you know, also married, have a dog, like got a crazy life. So, like, I think that it's, it's really hard, like, getting into the gym sometimes, but you just have to make a commitment to do it. But, like, my schedule right now is kind of, I mean, I go to work from 7 to 3, and then I coach either from 3 to 5 or 4.30 to 6.30. Or if we have a game, I don't get done until 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock, depending on where we are. So it's, like, it's obviously, um, it's really crazy. And, like, right now, like, so the fall I was a head coach for the first time. Um, and that was kind of daunting on me. And I feel like I didn't handle fitness and and school and work and everything as well as I should have. So... This year, this season, I've kind of taken a different route. So I, I really try to get up for the 5.30, and I can't. I used to be able to, and now I just, I don't know what it is, but, like, I have to listen to my body and that, like, I need that sleep. Even if it's an extra 45 minutes, like, my body needs that. So um, I just, I decided days that I can get into the gym, like, I have to go on open gym Sunday, trying to get into the gym two other times during the week, and then days that I'm not in the gym I'm gonna go for a run and do some core work at home so I just I think having a good like plan of action is definitely help definitely helps a lot and like forcing myself to do it like you're not going to gym today okay you're going out for a run no matter what the weather is just go out there and do it uh, rain shine cold hot whatever it is I'm going out there because you know at least it's if it's 10 minutes it's 10 minutes of something that I didn't I didn't do in the fall um, so I think that like just kind of you know making a schedule for yourself every week and like being on top of it but like I know what it's like to be crazy and it sucks and like you can't do the things you want to get done and like I have goals for myself and I feel like I have to kind of not be so hard on myself for those fitness goals during the during my coaching season because I just need to be able to get through it and still maintain a fitness level so that's like my goal and it's it's hard and it's like sometimes you're exhausted but you just have to find out what works and not make an excuse to to not do anything because you feel like you can't so i think the biggest thing is making a schedule and sticking to the schedule yeah 
<laughs> you can you can kind of go. I mean, I just um. talked for a long time, so. Um, well, when I was in school last semester was my last one so fall, um, and then I worked full time on top of that. So working and then going to night classes. The only time I could go was at 5:30 in the morning. So making that commitment to myself and prioritizing it and realizing that I have goals and I want to achieve them and um, making it a priority in my life. So. Um, sacrificing sleep and then you know catching up on the weekends if I could and um, just realizing that my goals are more important than me getting a few hours of sleep during the week (laughs) (laughs) but and not having the luxury of being able to run outside because yeah um, by the time I got home it was 10 30 at night I'm not going for run at 10 30 at night so um, making sure that I hit my goals and you know making time not making it an option I think that was the biggest thing is it was my routine. It wasn't an option. Okay. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people run into that. We see that all the time. It's usually, especially when people start to kind of fall off little by little. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. But I think it comes down to prioritizing kind of like why it's important to you. And while, yes, I asked that first initial question, that was kind of like the fluffer, to be perfectly honest, because it leads more into what I really want to actually talk about, because, cool, we have all that crazy schedule. But why do it? And that's kind of like leading into that, the why. why. Why is getting in here, why is that any of that matter whatsoever to you? I know for me, it just, it makes me feel better. Like I feel better about myself. I feel like I have a clear head if I'm stressed out. Even if I'm tired, I feel like I have more energy after. And like once I, like you hit one of your goals, it's like the best feeling in the world. And then it's like, okay, what can I do next? Like what can I push my body to next? See, and for me, like, I, I mean, yeah, like, I like to achieve certain goals, but I think for me, it's even just that, like, it's, if I'm in here for an hour, like, it's an hour, I'm not thinking about everything else I have to do. Like, as teacher, like, I'm grading papers, I'm planning lessons, like, my work doesn't end when I leave, and then even when I'm coaching, so, like, for here, like, it's an hour a day, I'm not worrying about anything I have to do, I'm just worrying about myself and like prioritizing myself for one hour a day which like I normally don't do the rest of the day so um, I think that's super important like why I'm here and like this is the CrossFit is the only thing that I ever found that like works for me and like pushes me and there's always something new to try or like get better at like you're never perfect at anything so it's like nice to just work on yourself for even just an hour every day whenever you're here. I think what what you said as far as um, prioritizing for the hour, I think a lot of people, I mean, I think everyone at some point spends, I don't know, probably 80% of their day in almost like a reactive kind of thing where you have a certain, you know, you might have a plan of how the day is going to go and, you know, if you got everything done that you needed to in two hours, the rest of your day is spent kind of reacting to situations around you like you know whether it's a co-worker comes up to you and says hey can you help me out with this or a boss says hey i need you to do this this and this or you know something at home or whatever the case is but for a lot of people they don't realize that it's only an hour out of their day i mean in the probably 16 hours if you're getting eight hours of sleep that you're awake you there's it's tough not to find three hours a week to come in and at least do something. And like you said, like it's even if it's twice, two hours a week, and then you go and go for a run for 10 minutes and do, you know, 
some kind of 10 minute core work or something like that. There's always something that can be done. And I think that the good thing about us here is that the classes are only an hour long. So in the grand scheme of things, an hour twice a week, three times a week at best, I can't see why, you know, I mean, obviously whatever kind of situations people have going on at home and with their lives and work and things like that. But at, at a certain point, you just got to make it a priority. You got to make 10 minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, we have the at home and travel workouts, you know, 21 minute workouts and things like that. 10 minutes is so much better for you long for people long-term than not taking that 10 minutes. Like it's amazing the difference between someone who takes 10 minutes or who doesn't like it's, it's night and day and it can prevent a lot of things from, you know, a lot of preventative things from the future, which is really important for a lot of people for sure. Oh, yeah. And I, I kind of like think back and it's kind of like what you were saying, like, especially when it comes to this realm of fitness where you can't be just good at one thing. You have to be good at a lot of different things across different domains across the board, whether it be endurance, whether it be weightlifting, gymnastics, all that jazz. Um, and I think CrossFit has a good eye, a good eye on how to make people that much fitter. And I think it's breaking a lot of different stereotypes. And I think just in general, stereotypes are being broken and shattered like all over the place, left and right. Um, not only with fitness and kind of the other thing I wanted to talk about was the body image thing, because that's that's kind of a huge thing, especially with the way social media is nowadays and like everyone's an Instagram model in some way, shape or form and stuff like that. And it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a little bit kooky and it's a little bit weird just because you know, some of us grew up in an age where that didn't exist and now to see it exist and then knowing that there's kids out there that grew up with just that and knowing that, oh, if I just have the right filter or I take a picture at the right angle, I'll look perfect. And I think it creates more issues than it actually, you know, helps. So do you guys have anything? Yeah, I mean, that could even, that's not even just... I mean, that could even be body image, whether it's that or, I mean, even just people who work out, I mean, especially in what we do, there's, it's not like, you know, there's bodybuilding and things like that where it's, you know, you don't really fail a rep or not able to do something like whether it's, you know, it could be like, oh, I can't lift that much weight. But in what we do here, there's so many move, there's so many different barbell movements and different movements that you just might not hit. You might not hit that clean. You might not hit that snatch or be able to front squat that weight, but no one puts misses and mistakes and difficult days of training or working out on Instagram. People only put new PR, the good stuff, all the things. So, you know, I mean, as some, as people who, you know, you guys, especially like you have certain fitness goals. And I know for like you and I, we have goals as well, but you can spend, three hours straight scrolling through Instagram and looking at it and go, wow, like everyone, no one misses anything. No one fails. No one does anything. So it creates like a real negative stigma towards failing. Like you're supposed to fail to get better. There's, you can't move forward unless you actually fail at something or otherwise you'll just, you're just good at everything, but no one's good at everything. Yeah. I mean, kind of going off like Zach and we can get back to that in a second, but like, Coming in here, 
I mean, I've had multiple really, really bad days here. Like, it's not like I come in here and I walk out, I'm like, wow, I'm an all-star. Like, there's multiple days I walk out of here and be like, wow, I really need to work on X, Y, and Z. But, like, this is what I did well today. And I think that, like, that's the nice thing about, you know, coming here is that, like, there's always going to be things you're good at and things that you need to work on. But, like, not harping on those negative things when you see people like, wow, this person's doing awesome. Like they just did this, like, but I've never see them fail. Or like, I never see them do this. Like it, you don't know like how many times they failed or like how many hard hours went into that. And I think that's also like a lot of progress that you see all across this gym, like with all the different members, it's just all of the hard work and like the fills and the tears and like, you know, the whole, like the, I've experienced every emotion ever here. So, like <laughs> I've had like really good days and really bad days but I think that's why it's like it's fun though because it's it like pushes you and and um but it's hard like yeah it's hard not to get caught up on the negative things like I could tell you I get caught up on a lot of negative things especially like when I'm in season and I'm busy and I can't feel like I can't get better um and like I have to just maintain and um that's hard but like as long as you're seeing like the progress I think it's we're in a generation right now, and I talk about this at school all the time, that like they just want an instant reward. So like people just want a quick fix. They want to see that, like they want to get that clean like right away. But it's a, it's a process and like coming here is a process and like working really hard to achieve your goals across the board, whether it be fitness, body image, whatever you're trying to do. But there's no quick fixes. And I think this really, like being here really teaches you that. Like there's a beauty in the struggle because yes. it makes it once you get your goal or you get that PR or you get whatever you're trying to achieve, like it makes it so much more worth it instead of having that instant fix of, oh my God, I just got this or, oh, I just got this great achievement award for doing nothing. Fantastic. Like that struggle makes it all worth it in the end, at least to me, like, realizing my progress and realizing I couldn't do that like a month ago. I couldn't do that six months ago. Yeah. And then seeing what I can do now, it makes it so much worth it. So much more worth it. Yeah, I think it's it's a testament because literally as we're filming this and as we're talking about this, the open just finished. And just seeing just over those five workouts, how many people do we have PR? Like their first pull up, their first muscle mm -hmm. up, their first chest to bar or anything like that. First time lifting a heavy weight, like going RX on an entire workout, that's that means a lot to a lot of different people and just seeing that struggle and you know the tears were flowing like crazy throughout these past five weeks and it's 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 a nice thing to see it's it's humbling to see all the time and i think it kind of puts things in perspective because the great thing about this is like yes you achieved that goal cool you nailed it but then all of a sudden there's a new one mm -hmm. and then you see what the next thing is and then you see what, there's no like settling whatsoever it's like yes you can live in the moment you can enjoy the moment but now it's like, okay time to get back to work what's next where where do i go from here and kind of think about okay what's the next step from here and so on so on and it's always progressing over and over no one's allowed to stay stagnated at a certain level and just stay there and be comfortable there because we're very good at being very uncomfortable here and, and that's kind of the name of the game if you're comfortable then you're not going to progress anything you're not going to go anywhere and i think if you get comfortable with being very uncomfortable then I think you'll make it through life quite fine. So you'll be all right. <laughs> and I mean, it's even better to see, you know, you have people have the goals inside the gym, you know, the pull-ups, the, the, the lifts, the things like that. But it's, I think it's even better to see what those goals you have here translate to outside of the gym. Like, again, we get tons of people who come in and is like, hey, I just want to keep up with my kids or, 
you know, I want to get off my heart medication and it's a, it's the best thing, especially for us as coaches and, um, for, to see that member come up to us and go, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm not taking this heart medication anymore. You know, I went on a hike with my, with my son and I, I was able to get through it with him. You know, he's nine years, he's 10 years old and he's able to move and I'm just not. Now I am. And it's the little things like that. Like it's awesome when somebody, like we said, gets the pull up or lifts the weight or anything like that. But it's even better when that goal that you just hit in here now translates to your life outside and just makes your life that much better. Like that was your goal to lose 20 pounds to, keep up with your daughter, pick up your grandkids or whatever the case may be. And now you can do that because of what you've experienced here. Like that's the best, that's the best kind of goal for us as coaches for sure. Kind of going off like the open thing. So like this was my fourth open. um, And this is the first open that I didn't PR anything or didn't get a first or, and I like thought a lot about it, but like kind of looking at it, it wasn't, so much like I didn't yeah I didn't PR like get a like a legit PR or I didn't you know do a muscle up for the first time but I am a different athlete during this open than I've ever been so like I think I was the most consistent athlete during this open and that like I didn't take huge amounts of rest in my workouts and I stuck to the plan that I had and that's all that I could do like I mean the toast bar that toast bar workout I I, I'm horrible at toast to bar. I'm, I'm good at singles. <laughs> I'm good at resting in between them. Um, but I, I have, that's something I've struggled with. So my plan was I'm just going to do all 25 singles. And did that take a long time? Yeah, but I didn't stop. And did I get to where I wanted to? No, but I didn't stop. And that's what I need to be proud of. And then like in the snatch, um, burpees over the bar. Hate burpees so much, especially over the bar. Um, but like I wanted to get seven minutes and I got five and a half minutes because I didn't stop. So I think like, you know, setting goals for yourself that way and like not necessarily getting PRs, but like being like I said, like we were talking about before, like I'm proud of the process and that like I'm a different athlete. And yeah, I might not be the fastest athlete or, or I might not be the best at X, Y and Z, but like I'm going to be consistent. And that was my goal during the Open was to be consistent and, and keep moving because that's that's something that I internally struggle with. So and like the last one with the chest bars like I want to get through those 33 chest bars and I surprised myself I got through more and like I felt like my chest bars felt good I only ever do them during the open so (laughs) (laughs) so it's like and they felt a lot better than they did last year so like I failed a lot more reps last year and I felt that this year I was a lot like I wasn't scared that I wasn't going to get up to the bar so I think that that's like a PR for me personally even though it's not in the mind of the CrossFit world or on the on the leaderboard like I might not I might be lower than I was last year but I worked a hell of a lot harder in the past year so and at the same time like you said sometimes a goal like goals don't have to be hit this weight lift you know get that pull up whatever the case may be I mean, each each day you wake up, you have some kind of goal. And when you come in here, you generally have some kind of goal, whether it's, hey, I just want to move today. Hey, I just want to work hard or like not take as many rests in a workout or whatever the case may be. And that goal is still as important as that first pull up, that first muscle up, things like that, because those little goals add up to that. I mean, like you said, in the open, you're it didn't hit a PR, but you hit your goals. Like you still had goals and little goals like that, like I said, just add up to eventually then becoming that PR. And it's funny because like, as the coaches, you know, 
the members kind of look up to us as kind of like because we're the coaches we work at a gym we work out all the time they see us working out all the time but then like hearing you say that and it's like the little things it's the same thing it's like it's it surprises people when they hear like one of us say something like that right like during that last workout my only goal in life was to maybe finish that last workout just because i knew i didn't have him in me to do it because I hate chest to bar. Chest to bar is like the one thing. I rather do bar muscle ups all day than do chest to bar pull ups because I absolutely despise them. And it's just that one movement that just destroys me internally. But then I went in there with a plan. I could only, I like that morning I discovered how to do butterfly chest to bar for the first time ever, but I could only do three at a time. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do three at a time and just hope to God I make it. And somehow I finished and I felt like crap afterwards, but it's those little things it's just like i stayed to plan and i just kept going and i just wanted to stop so badly but then that's where the community came in and everyone's screaming and like keep going and i just really wanted to stop and not do anything anymore but you know they kind of help push you and it's so sometimes having that outside source and you know because we always like to listen to the voice inside of here and listen to the voice that's in our head and sometimes it needs to be drowned out by more positive things whether it be the bigger voice inside your head to tell you to keep going or people on the outside and kind of surrounding yourself with like people that think the same way that you do and kind of keep you going keep you pushing and stuff like that because yes that you finished three minutes before me but you were still on the floor too so i was like okay just making sure he's still alive and i see you rolling around over there it's like all right, he's still breathing so we're good so it's like little things like that it's like okay i stuck to my plan that's all i wanted i don't care how it ended i don't care what's going to happen just as long as i stick to my plan that's perfectly fine and you don't have to PR everything. Everyone thinks it's like, oh, I need to, oh, I need to make that ten-pound jump right now. Like, no, it's some, sometimes it takes a, a year. Sometimes it takes a couple months for it to occur. Like when we were having the um, the string cycle, and some of the people didn't get to PR like all their lifts, like the big three: the back squat, the bench, and the uh, the deadlift. Maybe one person got it on one, but then the other two they fell short. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe your form was a little bit better. And I think like the perfect example that I think comes to my mind was Wendy. Um, she, she, the only thing she peered out on one was uh, her deadlift, but everything else she matched her, her previous PR. But then if you look at her movement, the way her body kind of traveled through space during those two movements, it was much better than it was before. And even those small victories mean something. Cause it's like, now, now you're not overcompensating and just not like doing a deadlift with your back completely rounded just cause you want to lift it off the ground because, oh, it's a heavy weight and I want to just prove that I can pick it up. And it kind of like, it's, it's little things like that in the silver lining we kind of have to look for. Um, even in like those bad days, you know, extremely bad days and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's kind of finding a silver lining in certain things. And I mean, we've been doing the open for a while. I'm kind of curious to hear what the rookie of the open has to say about this because this is your first open so what did you think <laughs> it was interesting um, um you gotta be you gotta be more descriptive than that. Sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> interesting i didn't think i could do a lot of the things going into it but i surprised myself on a lot and this is kind of like my benchmark here i'm interested to see how i do it the one in october i think yeah. um it was interesting to see how everybody worked together and it was nice to see everybody cheer each other on in the atmosphere that was brought on. Yeah. Despite, you know, having two teams and people were like eyeing each other of, you know, red versus black, which we'll find out the winner on Thursday. 
It's funny at the same time we split people into teams, but it still didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't like, matter. No, every, no one, matter. you know, we always joked, we joked about it and things like that. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want this person to do as well. But at the end of the day, everyone, everyone comes together in that moment. You, you can't help but come together yeah. in that kind of moment. And like you feel somebody's excitement when they get these movements. Yeah. Like, like when you did your um like the snatches and the burpees and you were like, I suck at burpees, this is gonna be terrible. And then you did it in like five minutes and thirty seconds and it was I like I felt proud of you in that moment because I knew you did something that you really wanted to do. And like it doesn't matter. Like in the end it's like we're all competing for ourselves yeah. and it doesn't matter as long as everybody does well. And then then it makes it more interesting if everybody does well and keeps the competition competition. Exactly. Was it scary? Not really. Were you scared at the beginning? Yes. Before I was. Yeah, I was, it was just nerve nerve wracking. I think everyone is. Yeah, everyone. Like, everyone I mean, is I, I know. Yeah, I know open. personally. Like, <laughs> before every workout, like I get, I mean, I get nervous. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's gonna hurt. You know, it's not gonna be fun, but you know, you still do it. But again, it's, and that attests to not just the open, but even like daily workouts. Like it doesn't even have to be a wide class. It can yeah. be an all out class. Like. I've, t- I've done all out class where I look at the board, I'm like, this this might hurt a little bit. And then, you know, and, but, and again, people get nervous coming in here, yeah. whether it's your first workout, your hundredth workout, like there's some kind of nerves that you'll feel coming in. But once you get past that, once you realize that you're doing it for, like you said, for the competition of it or for, you know, yourself, self betterment or whatever the case may be, you find that little goal that you might have in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And that's what helps you to say, okay, I'm coming in, I'm doing the work, I'll eat right, whatever the case may be, whatever you're presented with, yeah. if you have that goal in mind, it'll it'll just get you there. It'll get you there for sure. It's kind of like I was watching, um, last week I was watching the CrossFit documentaries because every year in the Open I decide to watch all of them because it's fun. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, like the, you know, the first year that Matt Fraser won, it was more like they, you know, Ben Bergeron talks about how like it wasn't Matt versus everyone else it was Matt versus himself and like I feel like that's like kind of what I've transitioned to right now is that like it's not me versus everyone else in the gym because if I do that I'll have more negative thoughts about myself because it'll take me longer to finish a workout because I'm struggling through something you know but it's me versus myself and that like I want to do my personal best and like be better than I was yesterday so I think that's like the biggest thing is that I've learned over the past for opens is that it's not me versus everyone else like I can't compare myself to everyone else because I I need to get better for myself and like I think I'm going to progress a lot better by pushing myself to be better instead of comparing myself versus the person next to me and it'd be great if everyone had that mindset because that's the that's the mindset that you need to have because again whether it's the open or a, just a regular all-out class like people will look you know how many times have we coached an all-out class and you know somebody looks around they're like like they're just nervous because of who's in the class and where someone else is at but you have to realize that it's not no one's here to compete against each other we're here to for everyone to get better so if you realize no matter what kind of level you're at that you just need to beat yourself from yesterday then you're golden you're gonna be fine I know for me, it was really intimidating, like transitioning from the all outs to the wads. So I was like, these people are like insane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do any of it. And then, but the, the community is so encouraging mm-hmm. and it's so like inviting that if 
once I got past, okay, going to this class and being intimidated and like being quiet and being in the corner and then, okay, these are actually really nice people. They're not just, they want you to do better. They want you to push yourself. That would do something to you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, again, like it does, it looks intimidating. It does. Like you see, you know, and the coaches take the, the, the wide classes too sometimes and things like that. So it's like, you know, if they don't, if as a new, if you're a newer member and you don't know, you know, you come at night and you don't know who Coach Nivy is, but you see him working out at the 4:30 wad class, and he's, you know, you look at him and you go, I'm, I'm never gonna like, who the hell is that? What the hell am I gonna do about that? And then like you, but then you transition in, and you see yeah. that it's it's not I'm comparing myself to him. It's I just I'm here. I'm if I'm using a 15 pound barbell or a 200 pound barbell, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I'm getting better and I'm and I'm in it. I think getting over that like initial going to the first one and then being like, oh, this is nothing. Like this is this is this is for me. This exactly. is not for them. I'm not here for them. I'm not here to compare myself against mm -hmm. them. I'm here for me and what I could do at my first wad class versus now. Okay, that's a, that's awesome. That's amazing. Am I at their level? No. Will I be at their level? I hope one day, but exactly. I'm at the level that I'm supposed to be at for myself right now. Yeah, yeah. Perfect way to look at it. Just comes with time. Patience is a virtue. This is a very patient game, so we all have to kind of remember that and not, oh, I want it now. It's It takes years, especially when you do make that transition from all up to Watt, because Watt is more technical than anything else. And I mean, been at this for six, seven years now and still trying to fix that snatch and clean and jerk and just tweaking little things here and there. It's, it's a never ending process, so it's never gonna go away. So I think once people get over that initial shock, they'll, they'll be fine. I think they'll do well. Appreciate you guys coming. So too. <laughs> I went like that. That's <laughs>